Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Death, that's my topic. Death and grieving, that's my topic. You know, we um, have had to come to a point in our life where we face the issue of death in a more direct and more specific way than perhaps we have in any other time in life. The pandemic has certainly done one thing, and that is brought us to consider our own destiny, our own future, our own death. Now, it's not a topic that we particularly enjoy talking about. It's not a topic that we particularly spend time preparing for. But, you know, it's inevitable, and that's exactly what we need to do. We need to talk about it. If you're married, you and your spouse need to talk about it. If you're not married, you and your family or your friends need to talk about it. You need to talk about your death and the plans that you would like to see unfold at the time of your death. How you would like to be processed through the dying time and then the burial time. What's your thinking? What's your preferences? What's your desire? That needs to be shared with somebody. If you don't have anybody to share it with, write it down on a piece of paper and put it away. Put it away where somebody will find it. Have your wishes. Have your concerns. Have your way. Now, death in itself is a difficult thing to understand and to... Uh, conceptualize it's the ending of a life it's the ending of enjoyment it's the ending of friendship it's the ending of relationships it's the ending of a career it's the ending of a hope a dream a desire a faith it's the end all that you worked for all that you wanted all that you anticipated comes to this point of death now unfortunately for some people that comes prematurely through the means of an automobile accident or it comes by means of a um, illness of some kind, disease process that's taking place. And unfortunately, even for some, it comes by a self-determined act of suicide. But death comes, and death comes to all of us. And are we prepared? Do you have it all worked out as to how you would like to have it processed from that point onward? You know what? You will live better when you prepare for your death. You'll live more comfortably when you prepare for your death. When you have made the arrangements, funeral arrangements, burial arrangements, services arrangements, and so on, you'll live better. So I encourage you, if you haven't, take the dive, take the plunge, and spend a little time talking and thinking about and writing about your future and your death. Now, for some of us, we've had to face the death of other people in our life, and it's been a difficult thing to process. We weren't brought into their plans, but we've had to deal with the result, the death of a loved one. Now, I don't know about you, but several years ago, I started to count the number of men in my life who have died, some tragically, others by illness and disease, others by aging, etc. But I've counted the number of people that have departed from my life as a result of death, 35 in the last number of years. Now, I don't know if you've counted that, but that's my experience some of these people in my life were very close to me and had a very meaningful relationship 
Others were less close, but nonetheless were part of my life and part of my story and part of my experience. And they played a role in my life. These are just men. There are a lot of women that have played a role in my life that have also died. I haven't counted them. I've counted only the men, 35 of them. So I've had to deal with the issue of grief many, many, many times. And that's another issue that's hard for us to get our hands around. How do you grieve the loss of a loved one? Well, you know, we've had to do this much more frequently now because of the pandemic than has ever been the case. But um, there's a process we go through in the dealing with grief and hopefully coming out so that you can draw the conclusion that it's good grief not bad grief not just grief but good grief good grief means you come out a better person you come out a better you come out a stronger person what results in your life is a meaningful life and a meaningful future a much more meaningful way to live as a result of the death of a loved one so hopefully you can look at the death of somebody in your life and say that was good grief I benefited I am better today I have a stronger life today I have a stronger faith today I have a stronger belief today I have a stronger social relationship with others today I have a stronger relationship with my family today as a result of the death of that loved one hopefully you can do that to make it a good grief here are the stages that we go through when we experience the death of a loved one nobody wants to accept it right away we all go through that initial stage of denial when we get the telephone call and the words out of our mouth after we hear the news the death of a loved one is oh no 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 that's denial our first reaction is we don't want to understand it we don't want to accept it we don't want to believe it we don't want it to be true oh no oh that's denial it goes into our brain and our brain has to process that that's not a typical piece of information that the brain processes so it takes a while for the brain to get a hold of that and to understand the death and the magnitude of the death so you do a lot of thinking you do a lot of recall and reminiscence but you deny it first usually that usually then results into a almost an automatic reaction of anger we're mad at somebody we're mad at the person who died for dying we're mad at the family for not preventing it we're mad at the doctor for not preventing it we're mad at God for allowing it to happen how could that happen to him how could that happen to me we get mad we get angry when we have to face death of a loved one and the closer that person is to us the more that is a loved one in our life the more anger we experience when we hear the news of that person's fatality you know but then we kind of begin to understand it we begin to understand that death is real we Begin to understand that the death of that person is real that there's an understanding of it there's a reason for it there's a basis for it there's a background to it there's a story to it but we would like to see that person continue to live so we try to bargain a little bit we, we wish we could bargain with God you know we wish we could say something like bring them back and I will do something bring them back and I'll try something bring them back and I'll be different bring them back and I will have a different life I'll live differently I'll live better you know we go through that little process of wondering what it's like if that person could just come back and if so how we would be different if that were the case but reality says death is death death is total terminal done 
But then, then we go through a process that's pretty deep and sometimes kind of prolonged. Depression. Depression is part of grief. Depression is defined as experiencing the loss of a loved one. Experiencing the loss of a person who provided us reinforcement. Death of a loved one who provided us rewards. Death of a loved one that provided us a meaningful life. Death of a loved one that made life work. That made life a meaningful experience. The loss of that person is where depression comes in. We feel the loss, not just of the person, but we feel the loss of what that person provided us, what that person meant to us, and how that person contributed to our life. That's what we lose. And until we come to terms with that, we're going to be in depression. That can go on for days, weeks, months. And for some people, it's even gone for years. Depression. Some people say, my reason for living is gone. My reason for living has now come to an end. That's depression. But you know, there's still life beyond the death of a loved one. There is reason to live. There is reason to go on and create a life now on your own. And that means we come to a point where we begin to accept the death. We accept the loss and we move forward knowing that we can make it on our own. We can make it without this person. We can live our life without the person. We can be strong again. So if you've ever been through a loss, you ever observed a friend that's gone through a loss, it's a painful experience. We know that. We know that. We know your pain. It is a painful experience. But you know, we get through it. We get beyond it. We live beyond it. All of us live beyond it because we know ultimately that it's part of life. It's part of reality. And it's part of our life experience. It's part of our story. Your life has a story. It has a beginning. It has a middle. And it has an end. And your story doesn't end with the death of a loved one. Your story has a blip in the death of a loved one. But as part of your story, your story goes on and you have a prologue. You have a, a, an ending to your own story. It goes on sometimes for days, weeks, months, and years. Because you have a story to live out and to tell others and to leave behind what you call your legacy. Your legacy. You want to bask in the legacy of your loved one who is now departed. But you want to keep on living and keep on planting and keep on laying down the bricks of your legacy so that when you die, there's a life story that will be meaningful, that will be helpful, that will be profitable, that will be meaningful to others and will give others the motivation to live and the motivation to live effectively and productively. So death is real. But, it, you know, we process it and it becomes part of our experience, only part of our experience. Life has many, 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 many parts, and this is just one. Keep your eye forward and lay a base so that your life will have meaning for someone else who comes behind. Anyway, nice to have you with me, and thanks for joining me, and um, have a good day. Yeah, bye-bye. Mm -hmm.